0: You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. War Auburn fans, welcome to
1: No Huddle, your source Auburn football news and discussion. Part of the E2C Network. I'm A.J. Richardson, and I'm also here with my buddy Jared Davis. Hey, Jared, football is back. We actually got to see some of this Saturday. NFL preseason is going on. It feels like summer still but it's getting closer to fall like the weather's slowly co- cooling down you can feel it in the air it's so close to watching some auburn football and we get to watch auburn football with potentially a packed stadium maybe this first game how excited are you about getting to see some auburn football in just a few days
2: well if the weather would yeah get start feeling more fall-esque i would be even more excited this is always confusing times because it i mean it the humidity is brutal here in Mm. atlanta at least um and and there was football games on yesterday and it just it was kind of hard to get into the the spirit but uh definitely excited um that first game is is no matter who you're playing is always exciting and um it'll be cool to have fans because we haven't you know after last year so it's going to be a fun time man. We got a lot of a lot of good football Saturday and then obviously our team as well, so I'm pumped.
1: Yeah, and I think what makes it even a little bit more exciting is you know going from 20% of your stadium is filled and uh, very spread out to now potentially up to 100%. And then you kind of combine that with a new coaching staff, new uh, regime change and there's a lot of new things um that I think this Akron game Would normally be probably overlooked if we had the same coaching staff, but there's a lot of new things that you're probably about to see. Um, that Brian Harson's and you know, Derek Mason is going to bring on the defense, so and Mike Bobo on offense as well, kind of that combined Brian Harson, Mike Bobo offense. So, there's a lot of new things, a lot of new players, especially wide receivers for Auburn, and uh, there's a lot of fun things just to kind of keep an eye out for. So um, we'll get into some of those specifics a little bit later on of uh, you know, which players we're going to be watching and uh, and uh, we'll, we'll get into some of those uh, predictions that, uh, you know, it's fun. We're trying to predict how this team's going to be under this new coaching staff. All right, Jared, let's start out with a, you know, kind of a topic about it's going to be a night game. It's uh, actually going to be on ESPN Plus, which I couldn't find it on regular cable, so if you're gonna ha- if you're gonna watch it, it sounds like they may force you to get ESPN Plus, which is slightly a bummer if you want to watch it. I know the radio broadcast you can get that for free, um, but you may have to get the ESPN Plus. I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but at least that's the way it looks right now. So just kind of you know plan it out. Make sure that if you want to watch it on Saturday night at six o'clock Central Time, it's going to you're going to be able to watch it. Um, is kind of what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, just to so viewers don't see the SEC Network and think, oh, never mind, I can watch it. it, it it's SEC Network Plus as well, so it's one of the two. Both of them, from our brief uh, Google searching, um, <laughs> are not on your normal TV. So, yeah, like AJ said, you're probably going to have to sign up for one of those or do a free plan to be able to watch this game.
1: Yeah, and I, there may be some like free plans, you know, have it for seven days for free. Um and if you want to watch it, I think, what is it, like monthly, about $6 a month or something. It's not the most expensive thing or $5 a month. It's much really cheaper than expensive. going. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot cheaper if, than going. If you're doing budgeting. <laughs> That's true. Like, would you rather spend X dollars to yeah. watch it on TV? And Yeah. um, But if you do decide to go, I think there's an added benefit of just the excitement level and the night game itself with the led lights like i i'm really excited this season at some point i'm going to go to a night game and enjoy the led lights you know when we score a touchdown it's going to be just feels like a party inside jordan hair and I, I i'm ready for that kind of thing um so i i'll definitely be looking forward to experiencing that for the first time um, i know some of the people got to experience last year and that was the first year of having the new LED lights, I think that's going to be a cool experience for the fans and players too. I mean, not to mention the players. I've heard that they love it as well.
2: Are you Are you planning on going to the first one?
1: Not the first one, but I'll probably go to a, at least one of the other kind of night games uh, as they go. I, I'm kind of like, I really want to go to the Georgia game. I really want to go to that. And I'm feeling it's going to be an evening, like, Three thirty, or like a six o'clock game, which they'd probably still do some of the light stuff, especially if it's a night. So, I yeah, that that's kind of my hope right now is to get one of those.
2: That would be a good one to go to, man. Well, hopefully, yeah. it'd be a good one to yeah. go to. <laughs>
1: um, but let's also talk about. I mean, was it about a week, two weeks ago? Was it two weeks ago when Harson, you know, announced he had COVID, um, but he was asymptomatic? So, uh, there was. Uh, just you know, lots of you know, stuff going on. Just crazy articles uh, accusing Harson of things, and and it just seemed like a lot of clickbaity kind of stuff. Um, and and ultimately, that was something that I feel like kind of took over Auburn for a little bit um, right before the season. And uh, I, I at this point, Harson's good to go. I think what is it, Jared? He's coming back. Uh, what is it, tomorrow, or I guess would be Monday. Um, so as far as I'm aware, he's going to be back, and uh, also uh, Derek Mason's back. So uh, as far as we're aware, the coaching staff's ready to go, and uh, they'll get at least a full week of practicing with the team and seeing what they're like um, before this first game against Akron. Um, Jared, I did want to talk about another battle. And this is the battle everybody talks about. It's the quarterback battle. But going into this first game, how are you feeling, Bo Nix, TJ Finley? What you, what are you thinking with that?
2: Um, I, you know, it started dwindling. Honestly, I thought Bo Nix, you know, probably. 70-30 and then the lowest I'd gotten was sixty forty, and then started hearing some of the performance reviews after you know from from practice, and I was like, ah, I had maybe fifty fifty, but mm. uh, you know, judging Harson last maybe Thursday whenever he did his thing, his uh his Zoom video call, yeah, he said if it was today when he was talking, if it was today, it'd be Bo Nick. So I feel like Bo's gonna start. Um, I don't know that. Either one of them are blowing the coaches away, but I think it's going to be Bo. Um, and I do hope we get, I hope they all perform well and we still get to see TJ, meaning we're ahead that, that, that much. Um, yeah. but it, you know, if Bo's not really, they may have a plan to give them both a shot, anyways. Like give them, give them a couple of series and let's see what they do in real game action. Um, so I really, I don't think there's any way to know, but I do think Bo, um, I've gone back and forth on this. I think Bo takes the first snap.
1: I'm kind of leaning towards the same way. Like, I think we will see both uh, TJ and Bo. It's going to be, I'd say, mostly Bo if I had to, you know, put my name next to what I predicted. But I, I think TJ will get some snaps, and it'll be good to see him in a live game situation. Um, we've gotten to see some practice videos of him and, and some of the news out of the practices has been pretty good. Like you had mentioned. Um, and, and Bo's kind of, you know, still having some of his issues, but as we know, Bo is one of those players. He's such a determined guy. And I, I, I ultimately, whether or not Bo wins this job by the end of the season, I, I think TJ Finley being here is probably one of the best things possible. Um, because as much as we love Grant Loy, Grant Loy was not really pushing Bo Nicks to be the best person that he could be last year. And I think TJ Finley's pushing Bo Nix um, in a good way. Um, so I, again, I'm leaning towards Bo Nicks, but it would not shock me if TJ Finley gets in there for a few series. Um, and I, I did hear this kind of one scenario and, and wanted to see if this kind of, what you thought of this, Jared. So what if... You know, the coaching staff said first half is Bo Nix. all yours, run the offense, do your thing. Second half, we're going to keep the first team out there and we're going to have TJ Finley instead at quarterback just
2: to kind of, you know, 50-50 split.
1: What do you think of that? Um...
2: I'm not a coach, so I'm not sure. I I think, honestly, that is a little dangerous just in case the second half was closer than you expected. Um, I think it would be more of a let's do all this in the first half and then go with the hot hand in the second half, personally. (laughs) I think you give – and and it could be back-to-back series. You give them a couple of series, and then whoever's looking the best, you roll with them almost until the game's comfortable. Um, I just feel like if you go first half, second half, you know, um, you you almost are kind of locking in with that. And then if Finley gets in there and doesn't do well and we're not really ahead like we want to be, uh, it just messes up rhythm now of bringing Bo back in. So, I don't know. Personally, I think it would be more of a let's give you a couple of series, go with the hot the hot hand. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just my thought. I don't know.
1: Yeah. No, I think you, your thoughts, I mean, I think that from a coaching perspective, that would probably be the best way to do it is give them a couple series, you know, build some unity with their team, you know, drive down the field, score a touchdown and yeah, you know, then give the other guy a chance. See see how they lead the team down the field. Um do a few series with them versus, you know, almost <laughs> I feel like it's just like a cut. There it's a very um sterile kind of situation like, "Oh, you get this first half. Second half, you get this." And it's like, "But first halves and second halves as you know can be completely different and especially for auburn fans
2: <laughs> that, well they like, are and 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 to be honest with you i don't want it to be predetermined because if bo's out there in a rhythm uh like bo doesn't have a ton of confidence so we don't need to be like oh bo's in a rhythm mm-hmm. he's cool let's bring in tj and no 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 if bo goes out there and he's in a rhythm i think you ride with bo until the game's out of hand and then you bring in tj yeah. Um, because we need to get Bo confidence. So I don't even want it to be predetermined. I would like for I'd like to see them both. Yeah. But I want it to be like if Bo's out there doing well, don't say, okay, Bo had two really good drives. He did well. Now let's see what TJ can do. No, we need to build on that. We need to get Bo as much positive reinforcement as possible. And so I would say yes. keep going with that. Keep going with that. He may play the whole first half. Um, he may play into the third quarter. And and, and then you and then you say, Okay we're going to rest him so we don't get him hurt. Right.
1: Um, and, and I think that could be even a better way of approaching it is saying you need to, uh, if you keep going and you're doing well, I mean, he's in a new offense. He's in a, under a new coaching staff. Right. I feel like any, yeah. I mean, I feel like any reps at this point is kind of good reps. Even if something bad goes wrong in it, you learn from it because Ultimately, I think these first two games against Akron and Alabama State are kind of meh. Like we should be able to just dominate both of these teams, and this leads into the third game where we play Penn State. And Penn State is a team that's going to show. I I think that's going to show a lot about this team uh, because that's going to be our first big competition of the year, and uh, I I think any reps anybody gets in those first couple of games are going to be instrumental in building the chemistry and anything else that kind of goes along with just playing our actual game. So that's kind of my thoughts on it. All right. Let's also talk about specifically some of the Akron, uh, just kind of you know high level, what you need to know about them. Um, Akron's defense actually was pretty good against the past last year. Um, they had a really good pass rush, which as we know, that was one of Auburn's weaknesses last year. Um, now I know Akron's competition's not as good, but I think that's going to be a good something to be watching for um, is just to see how well Auburn's offensive line um, kind of looks at different pass rushes that Akron's going to throw at them um, and defends it and uh, you know how well the quarterback's able to stand in the pocket when there's pressure um, or roll out. Um and get it to an open receiver. Uh, something else just to kind of note. Um, the Zips' D line, the Akron Zips' defensive line, is not very good. Their front seven not good. They allowed last year. I think they were 120th in the nation, uh, as far as rush defense. So uh, they average or they allowed on average 6.3 yards per carry. Wow, <laughs> 6.3. I mean, think about it. Jared, if I could tell you run the ball and on average you're going to get six yards a carry, what Why would you would do? You pat? I would you never pass.
2: <laughs> right? I'm I, not good at math, but two of those, you got a first down every time. Right? Right? Um, And you have three
1: plays. This is, you usually get first down before you decide on fourth down, down to punch it or kick a field goal. So, like, you get that's a lot of yards just to keep marching down the field um and when you got talented running backs like i think auburn has this year i i I mean auburn would be dumb i feel like if they didn't run the ball a lot this game just with how bad the the zips d-line was last year so that's just kind of my thinking on it if auburn doesn't run the ball i mean i the number that stuck in my mind was at least 50 times if not even 60 this game i might be a little disappointed (laughs)
2: What what would uh what would uh Charles Barkley call their defensive line? Uh,
1: probably terrible, terrible. That's what he would say. There, <laughs> terrible. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's uh at least on the the rushing yards allowed. Did you did you already mention? Forgive me if you did that. They did have a pretty good pass rush.
1: Yes. Yeah, I'd already mentioned that, but I think that's a key thing. Like Auburn's offensive line really needs to kind of work on is or yeah we need to really step up there um and see where where we're at um because from my understanding they've been still rotating in a lot of guys i'm sure this last week will probably be a all right let's submit our top five r- offensive line and you know get those guys ready to go for the season um but this will be a good first game to see how they how they do uh, all together
0: Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick time out from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network booster exclusive communications and bonus content that is available nowhere else if you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one please head on over to patreon.com slash e2c network to join the e2c network booster club you can also get there by going to our website e2c support whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here. Because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode.
2: I, you mentioned wanting to run it sixty times. I'll be honest with you. I, did, I meant to say this. I don't. I don't think Bo starts because of his arm. I think Bo starts because of his athletic ability, and I think um, and and some of the. I don't know if it was a day or some of the stuff I've seen, we've run a little more zone read than I thought a Bobo offense had in it. Hmm. Um, So I could see a little bit of that being utilized. I could see rollouts being utilized with him taking, you know, taking off if it's not there. So I think uh, Mm -hmm. he's very, Bo's very athletic and I think that's, what's going to win, win him the job and, and that'll maybe open up even more holes for, you know, the running backs to, to run if they have to be at least cognizant of, of Bo keeping the ball.
1: Yeah, I think so as well. I mean, and that kind of harkens back to like, I think it's what we've seen from him as far as his athletic ability. It's there, um, at least for the first game. That's why I think he'll get the start. Um, Jared, let's talk about kind of positions. Uh, Which ones are you going to be focusing on for this first game? Um I think the most obvious one is going to be offensive line. We've already mentioned it.
2: <laughs> really? Uh, do we have any problems there? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um any other positions um that you're going to be watching for this first
2: game to see how we do? I really hope we get to move on from this uh after the first <laughs> two games, but I yeah, the first the the big the two big ones are going to be O-line and quarterback. I mean it has to be. This that's number 1. That's that's where the offense starts. Not much clicks after that if those two don't get it together. And that's our biggest problem. So, I'm going to be watching those. Um, you know, running back, I, f- I almost feel like I've just kind of forgotten about them. That's like, uh, you know, it's like your child that never misbehaves. Like, <laughs> so a, you true. almost just forget they're there because um, we got Tank and we got, you know, Shivers. So, um, but you you want to get to see them play. So, I'm excited about that. Um, so, offensively, that's what I'm most most going to keep an eye on. Um You got anything on offense or you want to take over the defense and, and let me know what you're looking at. What what are your thoughts?
1: I mean, I I, on offense the only other one that I'm really looking at because I think our running back situation is a good spot. I think wide receivers is where if we pass a handful of times, I want to see how they do. I don't think we're going to do anything crazy. We're going to have probably a vanilla pass offense because we don't need to do anything crazy. um, This first game, that that would be the only other offensive position group that I'd feel like I'd, i that we might want to watch, but I mean, it also wouldn't shock me. I mean, I said we'd run 50 plus times, but I think we might only pass the ball like 10 to 15 times uh, in this game. And that may be by design. Just hand the ball off, get your, your timing down on that. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, let's, Let's get into our next section, which is the players to watch, and the not just like position groups. We kind of touched on that, but specific players that you're going to be watching for this game. Um, we're going to do the same format as we've done uh, last year, which was you know talking about offense, defense, and special teams of uh, which players you're going to be watching at each of those uh, position groups. Um, and uh, Jared, what side? Uh, let's start with offense. Who's your player that you think you're going to be watching for this first game?
2: Well, it might be the players that are not present. I, I don't know mm. if we were holding out some players or for other reasons, but I've been this last uh, scrimmage, I did not see Elijah Canyon, Xavion Capers, or Kobe Hudson mentioned. Mm. They, the, the Everybody was first team, and the receivers out there were Cedric Jackson, I think the rookie guy that everybody likes, or the freshman um, and then one other player, they were not Xavion, It was not Elijah Canyon. It was not Kobe Hudson. So hmm. I'm going to be watching the whole receiving core really to see who starts. I'm very curious now to see who the starters are going to be.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we've we gotten some glimpses over the last couple of weeks of practices that have happened and uh, people being able to see inside, but this is going to be the true first. Like, Is there any you know, outbreaks of COVID or – maybe some other stuff going on as well um Oops. i haven't heard anything personally um i'm gonna uh, probably bet it's more of a covid thing um these guys were exposed so they had to you know they're not there for you know practice or now for a game so that would be my guess who's um, the freshman do
2: you remember his name that everybody likes uh, it's not, not Juck Wiz. um
1: yeah it's the running back okay i'm not 100 yeah. sure
2: well, he's the he's a guy that's been getting a lot of praise, and I think he's he's either a redshirt or a, a straight-up freshman. If he comes out in the starting role, I'm going to be pretty, pretty impressed because that means the hype was real.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the guys I'm going to be watching, I'm just going to say it in general, is going to be wide receivers. Um, but specifically, I want to see um, Elijah Cannon kind of show out. Um, if he can show out this game, uh, I mean – He's already shown he's he's pretty capable. But I'm going to be watching Elijah Canyon on offense. Um I think also kind of you know honorable mention is you know Bonex see how he does. Um but I think the other key ones are going to be the wide receiver core. Um see how they do.
2: Javaris Johnson was the guy I was talking about. Yes, 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 yes. So JJ.
1: But the wrong J, JJ. that'll be easy. We'll <laughs> call him JJ. There you
2: go. <laughs>
1: Um. All right, Jared. Let's talk about defense. Who are you going to be watching on defense uh for this first game against Akron?
2: Um, I think I'm going to be watching the linebacking group because you know it's that's a pretty pretty packed. Uh, I know you keep wanting players, and I apologize, but once the season starts, I'll probably be a little more in tune to players. But we've got a lot of you know we've moved T D Moultrie apparently back to linebacker. You know we brought in Chandler Chandler Wooten came back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was a linebacker if I'm not mistaken. We already got Jacoby McClain and we got Owen Papo. So it's a pretty it's a pretty loaded room there. I wanna see what they do with T D Moultrie, how they utilize him. Uh I want to see what role Chandler Wooten is he you know, is he a starter? I mean they made him team captain, that was pretty impressive. Um yeah. after you know being out last year. So that group intrigues me the most, I would say. Um but if you if you pin me down to one player out of the out of the linebacker, I would say T D Moultrie just to see how they utilize him.
1: Right. Yeah. I think T.G. Moultrie just is a a one that, I don't know, over the last couple of years, I'm not going to say like underperformed to like our standards, but like he hasn't had the breakout moment that we've all kind of hoped of him. And uh, if he can do that um, this season, that would be awesome for him and his career. Um, And maybe this is the defense that kind of clicks for him. Uh, But you've already mentioned the guy I was going to mention Chandler Wooten, because I think Chandler, I mean, Let's, let's think about his story. Like he ultimately took off last year because he was having a kid. He had a kid and uh, now he's back. He's back and really fired up and ready to go. Um, I, I pretty much heard like he was ready to go from the get go. He was in shape and it really showed because his team voted him to be the team, one of the team captains this year. And I feel like that says a lot about a guy um to be a team captain. Um and, and Chandler Wooten, you can just tell his heart, his motivation is to be the best out there. Um so I want to see him do well um in this new defense and uh see see what we what he can do this year um to improve on you know the last few years that he's played um you know, minus twenty twenty for him. Um let's also talk about special teams, Jared. Uh who are you gonna be watching on special teams?
2: Um, probably just the, I mean, again, the Carlson's kind of the kid that doesn't misbehave again. So <laughs> I feel like I'm taking, I feel like I'm taking him for granted. So I'm just curious to see the groups we send out there on kick return and then who's going to be the punt returner. Mm-hmm. Um, At this point, it's all speculation. So we don't really know. Are, the, are we going to put, I know we've talked about this, you know, is Harson going to follow the Gus model of kind of put your best players out there? Are we going to put Tank back there on kick returns? Um and, and, and hope try to steal a touchdown here or there. I mean, I don't know. What are we going to do with that? So mm-hmm. I think that intrigues me a little bit. um You know, obviously not as intriguing as the offensive and defensive side of the ball, but we forget about special teams a lot of times, and that could be the difference in winning and losing. So that is yeah. a very important part.
1: Yeah, and one of the things that during the offseason, it sounds like a lot of emphasis has been put on special teams, which I personally like because there is like you said a lot of times where special teams can flip a game. You get a big return. You you know, pin a guy and is you, you pin a you kick a punt and it's at the two down at the two yard line. That's really hard to come back and score from that. You flip the field real quick on those kinds of situations. So, I feel like special teams can be such a good uh area that I feel like needs some focus, some more focus.
2: I've probably, uh, not not to jump in real quick, but I've probably, since Saban has been there and since Kirby's been at Georgia, I've probably seen about 10 games between the two of those teams where they won strictly because of an opportunistic defense or a great punt return. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah. just, I mean, they've been in tight battles and a uh, punt return, it all, I mean, Georgia beat us with a punt return in 2015 at home when that game was just like it was nobody can move the ball. Right. Punt return won the ball game, so yep. you know it, it is a big deal. I know we forget about it, and I kind of just kind of haphazardly told you. Uh, I rather I prefer the uh, talk about the other two positions, but uh, it's a big deal.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, the guy I think I'm going to be watching is who's the punter because is it going to be Aiden Marshall or is it um, now Oscar Chapman? Like what's it going to be like for a punting situation now honestly i kind of hope this game we don't have to punt at all but if we do i want to see who comes out first um and does well so uh, i feel like that's also a good you know they can flip the field pretty quick
2: so um, could we could we do like a best ball where we put them both back there and they punt and we get to choose which one went further
1: I mean, maybe. Is that a thing? You know, you uh, put two. I've seen it once before where or I've seen it multiple times, actually, where you put two punt returners back. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind I of the same thing, put, but two. Yeah, punters. we put
2: two. We put two punters and we use two balls <laughs> and whoever goes the furthest, we get to take that one.
1: Yeah, because that's totally legal.
2: <laughs> Why not? <laughs> hey, we're changing all kinds of rules. Let's just put that one in there, too. Right. Yeah. Hey, put it. Here's what you do. Because Saban does this. Put it under a player safe. It's for player safety. That's what oh it's yes. Yes. Yeah. So totally Players under safety. player safety. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you get it passed.
1: That's it. Um, Jared, let's jump go into our last little segment here and uh, go into some of our score predictions for this Akron game. Uh we are right now a 37 point favorite over the Akron Zips. Uh preseason, uh in our preview, we had both predicted all room winning. I predicted us win by 38 points, and you predicted us win by 29 points. Jared, any kind of changes with that or, or maybe ways you see this game kind of going now that we're getting real close to this first game?
2: Not really, honestly. I mean, I, if anything, I put us 42-13. I don't know that we score more than 42 just because I don't think it's even going to be the plan to. I could see us not giving up 13. Mm. Um, so if my if my spread changes, it would be more of a not giving up as many. I just don't know. that. I think it's going to be a conservative game plan and run the ball. Although if we average almost seven yards a carry, <laughs> yeah. then that's gonna be a whole different story. But um yeah, I think forty two thirteen, I feel pretty good with that. Um how are you feeling about that? You're you're picking more than Vegas is. How are you feeling about that thirty eight <laughs> points?
1: Yeah, I think I think we get more than thirty seven point victory on this game. I when I was looking back at the zips, they struggled a lot. There there were games they were barely getting ten points in a game and that was against their competition. So if they get more than 10 points, I'm going to be actually really disappointed in our defense uh, because I think our defense is really good this year. Uh, and I really do think if we can run the ball, we're going to score, I think, 42 points, if not 50 points this game. So that's where I'm kind of thinking we, we
2: beat them by 38, maybe even a little bit more than that. So I'll, I'll, Can I say I like your score better? Yeah. <laughs> I- I hope I'm not right. I hope it's a 38 point spread.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm being too optimistic here and maybe I'm just getting too hyped because we're close to football season, but eh, I don't really care. All right, I'm going with my score. 38 there you points. Hey.
2: <laughs> well, nobody really knows, so it's not like anybody I'm not I'm not knocking yours at all. I mean, it could very easily be that. Yeah. Um, I'm just uh you know, it's just weird. I mean, we really don't know what to expect, right? I mean, we have no idea. Um, Harsin's never coached in the SEC. Yes and just we're still kind of coming off weird we're coming off a weird year last year how did that affect players carrying over to this year so who who knows Um, yeah
1: and uh, and maybe that's part of the fun of this year i mean i think it is it's not like it was a regular year last year but at the same time we still have these talented players and i i think We've got some some good potential here to have, not the best of seasons that you know probably we we think you know a 10 win season. I don't think we're we're at that level, but I think we could have a good start and a good start to this Harson era and build on that so that you know, come next year. We, we might have a shot at, you know, competing for an SEC championship or uh, making it to the playoffs. Anything, I mean, I feel like that's kind of in the realm of possibility in the next two three years, we really having a good enough team that we could do that. So this is kind of like the building blocks of seeing how we can do this year under the new system, uh, offensive and defensively. I
2: like it. I like it.
1: All right, Jared, before we get out of here, how can the people stay in touch with you?
2: You can just find me on Facebook under my name, Jared Davis.
1: And uh, you can find me on Twitter at AJAYAY underscore. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle.
2: War
0: Eagle.